With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom. Simply visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today. You're on Rally Check Radio. It's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. Remember, you can send me a text at 2057. Email me inbox at realitycheck.radio. I recall reading uh, some time ago that Elvis Presley was asked once who people should vote for. And he replied somewhat confused and said, I'm just a singer. You know, I I don't know anything about politics. (laughs) Don't you just love that answer? I'm just a singer. I don't know anything about politics. I suspect he knew as much about politics as any one of us. But it was a smart answer because he didn't upset half his audience. But also, he knew that each of us can have our opinion on politics and have our vote. We don't need to be told what to think and how to vote by people who are singers or entertainers or actors or famous celebrities. And yet that's what we get endlessly and endlessly. I've got an example for you. Here's uh, this week. Here's the stuff. Well, do I call it a news organization? It purports to be a news organization. And the headline is, quote, Neil Finn joins the call urging the government to walk away from new oil and gas. Hang on. We just had an election. Three parties campaigned on reversing that, as I understand it, and they got voted in. Shouldn't that be the policy? Nope. Musician Neil Finn I'm reading from the article now, is calling on the new government to stay one step ahead of the climate crisis by maintaining the ban on at-sea oil and gas. What is the at-sea oil and gas sort of the worst stuff, is it, compared to on land? I don't know. Finn, best known as Crowded House's singer-songwriter, was one of more than 350 business leaders academics and environmentalists to sign an open letter to new Prime Minister Christopher Luxon protesting his plan to revoke the 2018 ban. Des Mills Executive Director Philip Mills, anthropologist Dame Anne Salmon, and New Zealand Geographic Director James Frankham also signed the letter, along with healthcare workers, scientists, and concerned citizens. Signatory said the country did not need extra fossil gas, while a reversal could jeopardise exports and climate commitments. The open letter said the U-turn would have serious consequences for the environment, plus the country's reputation and trade agreements. Energy exports were warned no new fossil fuels are required if the world is serious about limiting global heating to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Currently discovered reserves will more than cover energy requirements as economies transition to clean fuels. Oh, but listen to this. In the 2023 election campaign, ACT, National and New Zealand First, all campaigned against the offshore ban 
and the repeal is enshrined in the coalition agreement between ACT and National. So here you have it. Three political parties campaigned to reverse the ban, and 350 people say, no, 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 don't worry about the election. Don't worry about the manifesto. Reverse it. Well, I'm picking those 350 people who didn't vote ACT, didn't vote National, didn't vote New Zealand First. They would have voted the Maori Party, the Labour or the Greens. Well, we had the election, they lost. But now they're saying, just walk away. That's actually asking these parties, just entering into government, to break their promises, to break their agreements that they have with each other. Oh, my goodness, who do they think they are? To break the commitment to the people that voted for them. They're anti-democratic, clearly. Now, here's the thing. What does Neil Finn know about our energy needs? Seriously? What does Philip Mills know? Seriously? Or Dame Anne Salmon? They know nothing more than I do or you do. There's nothing in their background that suggests they're experts on this. But nonetheless, they tout themselves up and say, no, no, forget your promise to the people of New Zealand. This would be bad. We don't need it. How do they think we're going to live in a world without fossil fuels? Won't bother them, the price of fuel, though, will it? They're not going to be sitting at home as elderly people trying to limit the use of a one-bar electric heater to keep warm, try and pay the bills on their pension. It's not going to trouble them. But the very, very policies that they espouse make it harder for our elderly who don't have the wherewithal to pay high energy bills to survive. Poor families who struggle to pay their bills each month. They have no care for them. They forget, too, how our crazy emissions policy works because we have what's called a cap-and-trade scheme, an emissions trading scheme, where we cap, supposedly, the amount of emissions that we can admit. So the government controls it. doesn't matter how much fossil fuels we extract, because we have a cap-and-trade, there's a limit to what gets burnt if the policy works. I think the cap-and-trade thing is mad. I think trying to limit CO2 emissions is mad. I think it's insane. There's absolutely not one shred of evidence, not one shred of evidence, that methane and carbon dioxide is causing catastrophic warming for the planet. None. The entire scare is in, wait for it, models. And I use the word models because not one model, there's multiple models. And then they average them. How dumb is that? How stupid is that? There's absolutely not one shred of evidence that anything bad will happen if the temperature warmed on average by 1.5 degrees. As best we can tell, it's warmed by one degree over the last 100 years. 
and things got worse or better? Better, much better. 1.5 degrees is a nothing. What do they think happens between winter and summer? This is crazy stuff. But here's the funny thing. Imagine if you're Philip Mills or Dame and Salmon or New Zealand Geographic Director James Brankham and you sign this letter and you don't get in the headline. Only Neil Finn does because he's the more famous one. He's the more what? important one, signing this anti-democratic letter to stop looking for gas and oil. Or how would you feel if you're a clever scientist? Or No, that would be a contradiction in terms. If you're employed as a scientist, a healthcare worker, or a concerned citizen, and you didn't even get your name in the article. Yep. Neil Finn is a big celebrity in this little call for action for the government not to deliver on its promise, to break its promise to the people of New Zealand, to the overwhelming majority that voted for them, to go back on it, not to look for energy and gas that can make this New Zealand better off. And they want our elderly and our poor and all the rest of us to pay more for our power. And they can afford it. Many of us can't. They really disgust me, actually. Why don't they just go and live their low-carbon lifestyle and show us how it's done? Live without fossil fuels. Live without the products of industry and modern life. Because I guarantee you, each of them would burn more fossil fuels in their lifestyle in a week than I, I would in over a month with my family of five. Guaranteed. Hypocrites. Give me a text, 2057. Email me, inbox at rallycheck.radio. Thanks for tuning in to RCR, Reality Check Radio. Do you like what you're listening to or dislike what you're listening to? Either way, we want to hear from you. Get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We'd love to hear from you. So connect with us today.